guys, and welcome back to the podcast. How are you? I know that for you, it probably seems like there has not been a break at all, but for me, I've missed you guys. I have not recorded a podcast episode in a while. We batch recorded a few months ago, and so even to log on to record an intro, I was like, oh my gosh, it has been a minute since I was sitting in my bed recording for you guys. We got a few months ahead of schedule, which was so nice. We'll be doing it again this month to hopefully schedule out through the summer is my hope. It's my hope that by the end of May, I am batched and scheduled out all of the things till the end of August so that I can take the summer to just unplug have fun, work on VIP days and becoming and one-on-one things, but other than that, kind of just chill. So that is what we have been up to. We have been building a lot of fun and exciting things. If you guys missed it, we launched the VIP program, which you guys sold out so quickly, which has been (laughs) so cool and so phenomenal and like honestly such an honor. I love the VIP program. It is one of my favorite things that we offer now. And so I'm super excited that we are diving into all of those this week. I actually have my first one it'll be done by the time you guys listen to this. And the week that you're listening to this, we have two more, which I'm super excited about. And so if you miss the opportunity to snag this month's round of VIPs, we do have open applications for May. We're going to be taking a very limited amount. We took five in April. And to be honest, I think I might even take less in May just because they are so intensive. And I want to make sure that each client gets as much time as possible for prep. Um, So yeah, that's it. We'll put the link for that in the show notes and you guys can apply and book your May session, which we already had someone book one. So I guess we actually only have two or three spots left, which is crazy. But as far as this week's news goes, if you are a photographer, we launched an incredible photography bundle. It is closing at the end of the week and it is over 50% off our most popular courses. So we'll link that for you guys in the show notes as well. And yeah, that's basically everything. Spring has sprung. It is finally going to start getting warm here in New York City. That is me manifesting more than anything because today it was freezing and I had to wear my sleeping bag coat again. But feeling good, feeling happy, lots of really exciting things coming up with work, lots of really exciting things coming up personally, which is like, uh, you know, it's how I like my life to be. Lots of fun stuff all around. And yeah. Just feeling good, feeling happy, feeling like we're in a little bit of a hustle zone right now more than ever. Um, Like you guys know, I love kind of taking my business with my energy. So if I have a lot of energy to work really hard, I like doing long hustle times and long hustle days. And then if I'm feeling chiller, I'll take days really slow or I'll only work like an hour or two a day. And right now, you're definitely in a hustle zone, which has been really, really fun. So we've been working longer days, but also really like going into the days with intentions of doing my morning routine, taking care of myself. So it's been nice. I've been waking up at 6.30 during my morning routine and then like working all day. And so I'm feeling really tired, but really fulfilled. And yeah, that's everything. So let me stop blabbering. I was just excited to catch up with you guys. It's fine. But today on the podcast, we have Blake Nelson and I am so excited because Blake is one, just the cutest, sweetest little human. He is just such a little nugget. And Everything that comes out of his mouth is so intentional. I just love when I get to hang out with him and speak to him. And so I was so excited to have him on the podcast to speak with you guys as well. He is a photographer and creative. He actually just booked a VIP day and we have it this week to talk about the new transitions that he's making in his business because he does a lot of things. He is so multifaceted, so talented, and he is just the definition of an artist. And so I'm really excited for you guys to hear a little bit about more about him about his journey, about his career, about his artistry and how he approaches creativity. It is a really, really beautiful episode. I feel like I listened to it and just felt so fulfilled and inspired after. I'm like so excited to listen to it again personally because he, you know what? I'm just going to let him speak for himself. It is amazing. I cannot wait for you guys to dive in. Let's get into it. I'm so excited to have you here. I can't believe that we're here together. No, same. And I'm like, it's so cute because I was talking to someone about you the other day and it was still like very much one of those situations where I was like, no, I feel like I've known him for so long, but then like just met him in New York. Yeah, it's kind of been like a rekindling of our relationship because it's been virtual and mm -hmm. distant for so long. And then we both ended up here. And then we both ended up in New York. But welcome to the podcast. Podcast? A podcast? <laughs> um, will you introduce yourself for everyone? Yes, my name is Blake Nelson. I am an artist, photographer, creative soul living in New York City. Um, I do a lot of things 
with a lot of things for a lot of people right now. Yes. Um, it's been really fun. My camera has kind of been like the entryway into all of the spheres of the artist creative world. Um, and then ever since I've been in New York, I kind of have been touching lots of different industries. Um, yeah. So it's been fun. I'm excited to talk about all the things. Okay. Talk to me though, because again, I I don't know your origin story, like right. really all those. So yeah. like, because you're 23, is that I right? Just turned, I turned 24 in October. You turned 24. Yes. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm 24, now. 24 now. I don't know why I said it like that. Oh uh, no, I just my brain. Also, my concept of time is so off at this point that like. I can't believe it's already 22. Yeah, no, like I can't anyway. even process it. But um, okay, so you just turned 24. When did you start photography? Like, how did you get started in all of this? And, like, was it weddings in the beginning? Like, what was it? Uh, so, I first touched a camera in high school. Um, before that, took pictures on my iPod Touch, as one does. Stop. <laughs> I, I forgot that iPod Touches yes. even existed at yeah, some point. Yeah, and it had the camera. And I think I used um, in Visco in early stages. Yes. Yeah, and Instagram in early stages used to just be an editing app. So, I was taking pictures, like, on my little iPod Touch. Um, and then my let's see sophomore junior year of high school um i got a film camera um so that's like what i originally learned how to take pictures on amazing and then i got a digital camera and i guess i started to not suck because my friends asked me to take their pictures <laughs> their senior pictures we love um and then finished high school went off to college and i kind of put my camera away um I guess we're going to dive right into the, <laughs> right into get the and into it. Yep. Um, in between my freshman and sophomore year, um, my middle so I have two younger brothers, mm-hmm. and in between my freshman and sophomore year, my middle brother um, passed, and I just like could not touch my camera. I'm sorry. And so I had like my camera kind of just sat away locked away in, in the depths of my closet for mm-hmm. a couple of years and my junior year my now like dearest friend in the entire we were just texting this morning her name's Brooke um one of my friends sent me her Instagram story and she ta- she was looking for a second photographer for a wedding and I was like I know how to use my camera maybe this would be like a fun thing to start doing mm-hmm. and then from that I kind of discovered that the wedding industry was existed yeah I had no idea and started second shooting for her that was in 2019 um and second shot for her the entire like spring wedding season basically okay booked out a wedding season for um 2020 Mm -hmm. i like booked 25 weddings from all of those second shooting gigs oh my god like (laughs) that's a lot it was really crazy i was basically full-time immediately from like just second shooting and kind of just dove head first into it it wasn't really super intentional. I just started getting inquiries, and then I was like, I guess I'm doing this. And then I converted mm-hmm. my personal Instagram page to my business page. Um, if you're listening to this and you were ever confused about my Instagram accounts, that's why. I pulled a <laughs> quick one on you guys because yep. I had a big following on it. Mm. So I just started posting all of my second shooting stuff and hashtagging and geotagging, and then I booked like an entire year of weddings in Texas from it. Oh my gosh, that's... I'm from Texas, by the way. I was going to say, so yeah, you were in Texas at (laughs) this point. Yes, I was in Texas. I had moved. I was living in College Station, which is like between Houston and Austin. So I shot most of my weddings in Austin and the Dallas area. Okay. And have you always just been like the most aesthetic person ever? Or has this (laughs) been like a development? Uh, So I actually archived my entire life before 2019 the other day. Stop. Like... Whenever I moved to New York, because no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I did it. Well, I thought I was doing something, mm-hmm. as we all did. Oh, a hundred percent. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I guess I was for back then, for my iPod Touch era. I was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have always been drawn like to visual things. Mm-hmm. Like, I was trying to do something with my iPod Touch. Obviously, now it doesn't align visually with where I'm at. But yeah, like, that's how everyone's journey is. So yeah, yeah. I think I've always been like drawn to visual aesthetic things that's always been like the forefront of my mind that makes sense so started in weddings how long were you doing weddings before it started to pivot into other things or even just starting to like dip your toe into other arenas almost (laughs) almost immediately uh so i booked i booked out 2020 okay um i was already shooting i think i shot like 15 weddings in 2019 not including my second shooting gigs. Gotcha. It was pretty crazy. And then 
2020, I was shooting all of those weddings and still second shooting with Brooke a lot. Mm-hmm. And I graduate. So to put a timeline on it, I graduated May of 2020. So okay. in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. And all of my weddings got pushed like into the late of the year that I hadn't already shot prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I was obviously like in school that entire time. I was pretty much working. I was in 15 hours of school. I was like being a college student, yeah. exploring all of these things. So I didn't have a ton of time. But then once I graduated and I started and I shot like my first wedding season full time, I kind of realized that I had interest that like and callings and like purpose things on my heart that I felt like I needed to explore that were outside of the wedding world. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of started to like do it. Yeah, just like explore. Yeah. I feel like I didn't realize how fresh you are. Like I think I in my I head. Really talk about it on the internet. Well, I like <laughs> in my head I thought like and I had no reason for thinking about this. I mean, other than like your quality of work, obviously, but like, I thought you had been doing this like as long as I had, like, I thought you had been, I've been doing it for like six or seven years now. So I, for some reason, but I'm like, no, you were probably like, you're a couple years younger than me. So I'm like, Uh no, when I was 20 doing this, you were, yeah, like much younger. Okay. So I, yeah, I'm like, for some reason, I thought you were full time, like significantly before the pandemic. Not really. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, because I was still in school. Um, I was like working internships. Mm-hmm. I interned at a design agency to see if that was something mm-hmm. that would interest me. I did an internship in social one summer. Okay. While I was doing photo, mm-hmm. photo had always been the constant, but I had kind of dipped my toes into other things to see. But it's always kind of been the entrepreneurial. Yeah. Is like what mm-hmm. has always I've always been drawn back to. Okay, that like. It just adds an even more exciting (laughs) level to this because I didn't realize like the rapid speed at which you have been like going full time, transitioning, doing new things. Uh, You just moved here. So, okay. (laughs) I'm like so many thoughts, so many questions. (laughs) So you moved here last year, right? What prompted that? Yeah. So I wanted to move right out of school originally because I realized, um, Wow, I haven't really publicly talked about this at all. Yeah. Um, I realized pretty quickly that I wouldn't be doing... I anticipated originally back whenever the wedding dream started and I realized that I could Mm -hmm. make a full-time income. I anticipated shooting weddings for like 15 years. After like five months of it, I realized (laughs) the 15-year thing was going to be more of a like one to three year thing. Yep. Um, And then in the capacity of shooting like 30 plus weddings... Yes. I knew that it would need to look different pretty immediately. And so part of that was my dream had always been New York. It always had been since I was like Cute. 12. I'm yeah. like, we have that in common because, yeah. yeah, New York's always been endgame. It's a really deep connection, mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. it. And so the thing that had been confusing to me at first was that I was so established in Texas with weddings. And then once that was no longer, like, something that was tying me down as much, mm-hmm. I was like... I can kind of move whenever I want yeah. and figure it out from there. I really have no solid plan. So I was going to move like literally that summer after I graduated. COVID hit in March. Mm-hmm. I was actually in New York on spring break and then went back home and never went back to school from spring break oh and just gosh. did everything remotely. Yeah. And then graduated, um, moved to Austin. I stayed in Texas. Um, it made sense because of my postponements mm-hmm. and I just like finished off the calendar year there and then moved to New York in august okay so did you have like a vision for what you wanted your career to pivot into when you moved here or was it more just like gotta get to new york new york is the goal like what was kind of the vibe getting here so whenever i was going to move the first time yeah i had a super concrete plan and timeline for how everything was going to go Mm -hmm. and exactly what it was going to look like which never works out which never works (laughs) out yes especially I mean, that's something that, like, I feel like the past couple of years has taught all of us. Mm -hmm. And I have never held things super loosely. I've always had a plan um, because I wanted to be able to go full-time in my creative entrepreneurship journey right out Mm -hmm. of school. And so I felt like the way to do that and to be steady and financially independent and all of those things was to have a concrete plan. So I did have a concrete plan. Mm -hmm. Then it went to... I was like, <laughs> literally okay, well, just got ripped from you. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, okay. 
I guess it's going to be different than what I expected, and that's cool, and we'll figure it out. So everything has been a lot more open-handed this time mm-hmm. around moving here than it was originally, and it's been it's been nice on the mental to have like a little yeah. less of a concrete, this is what I must do or I'm a failure. Mm, I like that. I feel like that's also like such a, like as we get older, the like less and less plans I have for myself. Yeah. Like the more I'm just like, well, clearly plans don't work out. So like, let's just see what we want to do and like vibe with that and it'll work out eventually yes um okay so I'm so excited to talk about like all the things because I think what I when I found your account like what really drew me to you was just the like editorial nature of your wedding photography because I don't think we see that that often in the industry and I'm sure is like a huge reason your clients hire you because your editorial wedding work it just like it looks editorial like it looks like a magazine yeah it's so good do you follow Cassandra Ladrew do you know who she I'm is? Sure. I'll have to You'll have to look her yeah. up. Your work reminds me a lot of her, and she always has been like my favorite photographer. And That's your guys' work is really similar. Um you'll have to look her up I think you'd like her a ton but um I think that's what's been really cool about watching you kind of start dipping your toe into other things is it's been so seamless so can you kind of like talk to us about how you've started to branch out and what that process has looked like yeah so from the from the beginning once I started to kind of have it pretty quickly I had an established visual brand um almost immediately just because of how particular I am about the way that things look, especially in the way that I curate, like, what I decide to present to the internet and the way that I speak about it and kind of present the narrative. So that's always been super strategic for me. Like, I've booked everything ever pretty much exclusively from Instagram and word of mouth. Mm. And so, like, at the beginning, everything that my client's seeing was my existence on Instagram, and that's, like, what they booked me off of at the beginning. And so I think a big part of, like, why the transition has been pretty seamless into, like, editorial work, uh, the fashion realm, and then, like, more recently my, like, personal brand um, is just because visually I kind of have always been true to what I gravitate towards, and that's, like, always been a Vogue spread and, like, being inspired by old-timey photography and like dipping into film and really being intentional with like the way that I the way that I approach weddings I feel like that's why it's been kind of easily translated is because people have seen it in my wedding work and then whenever I like show up on set for an editorial like it is of course like okay obviously he was shooting the wedding but I can see in his work where he like pulls from all of these spaces so Mm -hmm. it's been easy to dip into them I think What's kind of, like, your creative process and or view? Like, I would love to know. Like, honestly, I would just love to see the world through (laughs) your eyes. Like, that is, like, why I love following your personal brand account so much, too, is, like, you capture your life in such a, like, beautiful and intentional way that I just think is, like, gorgeous. It's so curated, but in a way that, like, doesn't feel forced like you can tell that it's just genuinely how you kind of view your life so I'd love to kind of I'm like I don't even know if that was a question as much as it was like can you just tell us about that (laughs) because I just think it's so cool and fascinating and like not something you see often and um it's been really beautiful to follow and also like just us even living in the same city I love it because I'm like oh my gosh look at how he sees New York Yeah. yeah yeah so oh my gosh okay I love talking about this honestly I basically use certain techniques to photograph whatever I'm photographing, but, like, I don't take away from what the thing is. So, Mm. for example, like, I always photograph things on my phone the exact same way. Like, I was telling you, I shoot everything, like, pretty much on the 16 by 9 crop because um, I like how it it makes me see everything. And Mm -hmm. then I will, like, zoom in. I kind of see the world in, like, macro and micro, Mm. and so I, like, in my brain a lot of times can kind of zoom in and see little moments happening within big moments, and that's, like, pretty much the existence of the entirety of New York, so seeing, like, a little moment within a big moment is a lot of how I think I see the world, and that's also, like, how I see weddings. It's pretty much consistent across all of my work, is, like, big moments, little moments and big moments, and then getting to, like, document both, and 
hold space for both and kind of show them both visually. That was so beautiful. <laughs> it's me just like, uh, and I love what you said about like New York City because I, I think that's such a beautiful way of thinking of this city. Like I was just speaking to my friend like yesterday about how New York City is so weird and cool and amazing and the fact that like we are surrounded by literally millions of people yet you can also feel very isolated yeah. which can be like a very beautiful thing and also a lonely thing but then it's even like I think the way people connect in this city is very beautiful and intentional just mm. because of the okay, energy and chaos exactly, of it. That's what I was going to say so visually having that presence on the internet has kind of like attracted people that like see the world in special ways not necessarily the same way as me Mm -hmm. but like they have a unique perspective that they bring to the world and they love to share it with others too and so it's been fun like that's how I've met so many people is through my like personal brand and Mm -hmm. my like presence on that account um because I think people really are attracted to like in business and just in life are attracted to like seeing other people's perspective of the world that's something I kind of try to carry through all of my work and I love that yeah, um, and everyone can do it too. Like yeah, it's, it's immediately at the tip of your finger, like at everyone's. You have whatever is in front of you, like mm-hmm. it is there. Yeah, I think that's also such good advice because like I even had someone in my DMs the other day that was like, my brand is very this, this, and this, but like I live in Ohio, and I was like, that doesn't matter. Like it literally doesn't yeah. matter at all. Like, right. um, there's you can capture your life in such a beautiful way regardless of the area but um I would love to know like do you feel like your art and your perspective on the world has shifted since being in this city like how has New York kind of changed the way you view things (laughs) because I feel like it genuinely already even though I've only been here for three months has like changed me as a person and like the way that I view things and connect with people so that's exactly what I was going to say I was I was going to talk about it's honestly less well a lot of people, like, creatively, I am learning so much about mm-hmm. film, and, like, I've s- started shooting medium format, and, like, technically, there are things that are changing in my work, mm-hmm. um, like, technicalities about the way that I'm yeah. working, but the biggest thing is that I'm just changing so much as a human mm-hmm. since I've gotten here, and it's, like, spilling over into my work more seamlessly than ever, so that's been really nice, and I feel less resistance and, like, push and pull between um, what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing and what I'm creating fitting into like any sort of industry norm I don't know I it's been like literally a reconnecting with myself ever since I moved here so mm-hmm. I feel like visually that that's been like an outpour of that is like what I've been creating since I've moved here and what I hope to create in the near months Ooh, so. do you have like a process or like tips or things that have been like tangibly helpful for you when it comes to bringing yourself into your work or does it just like come very naturally I think it probably comes naturally to you as well. but <laughs> it, So it comes naturally to me, but it hasn't always. So mm-hmm. I think it is learned, like, for everyone to a certain extent. Um, it comes naturally to me in that I'm an Enneagram 4. and I'm, I'm like, will you say more? Because I don't. I only know my Enneagram. Okay. All I know is that when I took the Enneagram, 4 didn't even show up. <laughs> like, it wasn't even on the list. Uh, it's basically the, I don't, I can't remember even what it's. It's called like the uh, the individualist or the let's see, the fours are self aware, sensitive, and reserved. They're expressive, dramatic, self absorbed, and temperamental. And basically, it means that I'm like emotional about everything all the time to like the greatest depths or like to the highest heights. And mm. I love like leaning into all of the dramatics of the world and my experiences as a human. So. Mm-hmm. A, like ideal day to me is when I get to experience the heights of like every emotion that the world has to offer. Ooh, that's so beautiful. It's beautiful and it's like an absolute roller coaster, but I think that it's the reason artistically um, things like flow to me mm-hmm. visually, representationally, because everything is like literally such an emotional high or an emotional low or like a everything is super dramatic and not in terms of like being a dramatic person it's literally like everything becomes a drama Mm. in the sense of like it's that cancer rising too (laughs) everything you're saying I'm like that cancer rising yes (laughs) everything is cinematic everything is an experiential everything is to be capitalized on like it's a movie scene everything so I think yeah I love that I think that's such a beautiful 
way of thinking about life in general. I know we were talking about it even on the walk over here. Like, mm-hmm. living in this city, everything feels so significant. Yeah. At, but also not. Like, it's right. so wild because I'm like, it feels like I am living in a movie at any given moment. But then it's also cool to be like, to everyone else passing me on the streets here, yeah. this is the most insignificant thing. Yes, and I mean nothing. Yeah, and <laughs> I literally, but like, in a really cool way uh-huh. where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like... Yeah. this is so significant for me of a moment, but, like, to you, you're just passing me on the street. Like, right. and then there's another moment whenever I'm, like, rushing to get somewhere and I'm not thinking about anything and someone else is having one of those moments. So, yeah. Anyway, I think it's, like, a experiential perspective on the world that is, like, achievable for everyone in a different, beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, a part of, like, connecting with myself and making sure that I am experiencing the world in, like, a cinematic way like, not only to be capitalized on in art, but just, like, for the sake of myself. Like, I am mm. my happiest whenever I'm experiencing mm-hmm. life in that way. Um, so I just have to... Like, taking pictures is a way that I do it, like, on my phone. Because um, it helps me view the world in micro and macro, like mm-hmm. I was talking about, and kind of zoom in and, like, notice things. So I do that. I journal on the train. Um, I like to use, like, journaling prompts that are consistent month to month. So I can compare my answers, like, month to month and kind of see. Wait, can you share some of them? Because I'm like, that's so, like, you don't even have to share answers, but, like, what questions are you kind of asking yourself? I'll talk about anything and everything. Because I'm like. Answers, I'll talk about all of the things. Because that's such a, like, beautiful thing to do. Like, I know, I'm like, I want to do that because I even remember last year, I I felt like I hadn't made that much, like, emotional and mental health progress. And. So I went back into my journal from, like, when I first separated from my ex-husband. And I, like, was reading through it. And I was having panic attacks literally 24-7, like, multiple a day. And I was like, oh, no, I've come so far. Like, I don't have panic attacks nearly ever. And I was having multiple a day. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about journaling is even just for the sake of being like, no, I've I've grown so much. So that's cool that you do that, like, every month to compare. Yeah, because it's hard for me. If you can't tell by the way that I speak, it's, like, hard for me a lot of times to rein in everything that I'm feeling and experiencing because mm-hmm. it is so it is so drama mm-hmm. and it's so experiential all the time. And so it's been important to kind of find ways to kind of bring it back down to earth and um, monetize it in words in mm-hmm. a way that is, like, digestible for, and approachable for me. So um, I have, like, five questions that I do every month. And I do it either, I've been doing it at the beginning of the month, but, and then, like, reflecting on the past month. Mm -hmm. So I say, like, for, I just did it for January. What did January teach me? Or what did I learn about, like, in September? So, Mm. um, or January, whatever month it is. What did I learn about patience? What did I learn about healing? What did I learn about whatever? Yeah. Fill in the blank. Um, Even if I've been learning about it, all year it's been like a consistent theme just kind of taking a moment to focus on and like realize okay I am like learning something and there's something happening in my life so just taking a moment to realize that Mm -hmm. um how have I grown since January of last year what was life like for you in January of 2021 oh so so to like compare to the previous year as well wow because we're always in different spaces regardless of how much we're recognizing it yeah and so if I'm, like, having trouble remembering, for me, I go through my camera roll because um. I can, like, literally see pretty much everything. Like, oh, my gosh, this is embarrassing, and I don't tell anyone because I think they'll think I'm psychotic. But <laughs> <laughs> guess how many pictures are in my camera roll? I was literally about to say, I was like, there's no way you don't have less than, like, literally, like, 50K photos in your camera roll. <laughs> As of today, I have... 184,301. I believe it. Yeah. So, because, like, even on the walk here, I just took 20 photos. I love that, though. That's (laughs) such a, like, beautiful way to, like, have a memorial of your life, almost. Like, something tangible that you can, like, remember. Yeah, so I look back at the month, and I'm immediately whisked back, and I remember. So, whatever that is for you to help you remember. Uh, And then, what am I hoping hoping to learn this February? Mm. Um... Like, I'm going to read this book this month. I'm going to go visit this new place in my neighborhood that I've been wanting to go explore. Um, I'm going to try to uh, take two days off, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then how can you practice learning how to rest and just be? um, Be specific. So, like, how can I cultivate stillness to be able to 
create art because like it won't happen for me unless I tell myself to be still. Mm-hmm. And then how are you feeling? So just a little Wait. second. Cute. I literally am like, okay, I'm going to have to like listen back to this episode, obviously, but like (laughs) specifically write those down because I think that's so beautiful. And I'm like, I also have a terrible memory. And so it's like been really cool to document things more and to be like, oh, yeah, like it'd be so cool to look back on last January and pull it up and be like, this is how that month looked because then you actually have something tangible to like remember that by. And that's where a lot of my, I feel like projects that I want to work on kind of stem from um is reflections that I realize whenever I'm doing this and then I like realize how much I have learned or how much I haven't learned Mm -hmm. and how like some of my habits are still the same and why are they the same and then thinking about my relationships and like it just it's like a breeding ground for Mm -hmm. really beautiful thoughts to exist and then like from there um visually if there's something like an aesthetic that I've been wanting to achieve or like a shoot that I've been wanting to do and it fits into like emotionally something that I'm experiencing, then I'll mm. marry the two. Okay. So I have a constant, uh, like I have 20 bazillion constant little mood boards and like test concepts and shoot ideas that I want to work through. But aesthetically, like until they connect something for me emotionally that I normally for the most part, like don't bring them to life. So then like- Interesting. Yeah. So- Wait, that's really cool. I think that's amazing. So you kind of like have an aesthetic idea that you want, but then you wait until there's like an emotional motivation to piece it together. Yes. (gasps) So I'll give you like a literal example that's happening this weekend. Um, I've been wanting to do a mixed media piece and integrate like really meaningful letters and notes and um, things that are like really sentimental. And (laughs) I don't have that. Um like for myself in terms of like a love life right now Mm -hmm. so I was like whenever the right story comes along and Mm -hmm. I like want to tell the story and give space to it and create something for like younger me that I would have loved to see um I'm going to do that so I am photographing my friends this weekend in their in his apartment his Mm -hmm. boyfriend's coming in town Mm -hmm. and I'm taking pictures of them and I'm going to do scans and then photograph like a lot of pieces of like tangible things love letters or receipts or um airplane tickets because they're <gasps> long distance it's gonna be oh my gosh really i just lovely. got chills it's going to be really special and their story is sweet and it's a project that like younger me would have loved to be able to see on the internet i was like i have yearning. so many chills right now <laughs> oh ah! yeah okay keep going i didn't mean to interrupt you no, i'm just no, like okay, oh my god sweet. yeah so i'm really excited about it but like visually i didn't want to create something like this until there was a story that was like holding the right space for it Mm -hmm. and the the two like seamlessly blended together whenever I thought about it and it makes sense for the two of them and it makes sense for their story and I think that I'm going to be able to give like beautiful space to a lot of pieces of their life that they're like cool sharing with people and um yeah, so I'm stoked about it. I hope it means something to people. Um, I think that's such a, like, one, it definitely will mean something <laughs> to people. I'm like, that's so powerful in and of its own. But I also, I, like, I love that this is almost, like, inner child for work for oh, you. absolutely like, inner. I'm for sure creating this for myself. And, like, they'll get the photos and they'll visually yeah. get, like, a representation of this point in their life. And, like, all of these beautiful things that I'm getting to, like, create alongside them. But it's, I'm very much doing this for, like... 13 year old like yeah like it's such a gift to them as a couple and also to younger you which I think that's such a like beautiful marriage that like art should be more often that like it doesn't have to just be and I think also like as artists we can kind of get aesthetic ideas that we want to bring to life so quickly Mm -hmm. and there's a rush for it and so I love that you hold space to be like I have this aesthetic idea but I'm gonna wait until energetically it's aligned right and that's whenever I think there's going to be magic and like a lot of pieces have just seamlessly fallen into place for it like I recently started doing more medium format and Mm -hmm. now like this piece makes so much sense to be shot on like pretty much exclusively medium format and Polaroid and so now if I would have tried to execute this sooner and like force it into existence I don't think it would have taken on the life that it was meant to and visually like had the touch that it's like now going to have because of like technical skills that I've acquired yeah. in the meantime. Mm-hmm. One, well, I think even just using 
technical skills so intentionally like to further communicate emotion is really really powerful yeah so i don't know i'm just trying to take my time with things and then um have less pressure to for everything to be a very specific way that's kind of been thematically like what the past few months of my life has done mm-hmm. yeah. so it's been nice i'm like processing <laughs> how beautiful this is like Please send me these immediately yes, after they're I done. I'll send you pictures this weekend whenever we do the shoot. It's going to be so fun. It'll just be me sobbing. Oh and that's gosh, what I'll send back. Um, I, already, I already told them. I'm like, don't be shocked if I show up on set bawling like, my eyes Like, crying. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to cry. That's, um, really that's so beautiful. Um, okay, so how are you with, like, so much personal growth and work and, you know, slowly dipping your toes into other, like, areas of your career adjusting to new york city like so much is going on for you at once which is so exciting it's i love being in my mid-20s like i just feel like we're at such a fun age where things are just like changing so rapidly and obviously like i think it's interesting too at least i don't know if you grew up did you grow up religious did Mm -hmm. you grow up catholic do i remember that right Uh, or evangelical okay okay so um, I think it's interesting. I don't know if you feel this way where like so many of the people I grew up what grew up with are married, they're having kids, they're settling down. Right. And I'm like, I especially took the opposite route where like <laughs> I did that and I got divorced. And like, um, it's been really interesting mm-hmm. and beautiful to be in my mid twenties where like the way I grew up, I'm technically old. Like I should have right. like a husband and children by now i have friends that have multiple kids but it's all like the all the should be's are like wait what created that yes it's like very much culturally and i think that's been one of my favorite things about like moving here and just the last couple years of my life in general it's been very intentional to like carve my own path and be like there are quite literally no rules and that's what i've loved so much about being in my 20s is i'm like there's so much going on and so much changing at once and it's just so interesting to be like oh my gosh even so much in the last couple years has changed i wonder what things will be like in five years like i can't even fathom so to get back sorry to my original idea which is that that. yeah like so much is going on how are you like what are you kind of hoping to carry with you moving forward and like how are you like hoping to approach even just like I know we kind of discussed like not having concrete plans but like how is it that you kind of approach your future and moving forward and even like just 2022 like what are kind of your hopes and your goals yeah so I'm super excited about this next year um, it's going to be my, my wedding brand has been shifting a lot and I've been finding like super aligned clients that care about the things that I care about. And that's been so lovely and taking on, um, just a select number of those stories mm-hmm. and being able to give space to them while also getting to do like the stuff this weekend mm-hmm. and be able to spend time on both and give both the time that they deserve. So that's a lot of what this year is going to be kind of figuring out how all of the pieces of the like ebbs and flows and the growing parts of my brand are going to work together. Cause right now I'm shooting weddings. I'm working um, with agencies and doing like a lot of things in fashion editorial. Realm. I was going to say, you're also modeling, like <laughs> just to throw another like, thing in there. Low key freelance. Yeah. So I'm kind of exploring, like that's kind of tied to my personal brand. Um, I'm getting like brand partnerships, mm-hmm. reaching out and all of that kind of started organically happening through TikTok, which is just so funny and kind of crazy. And so now like that has become a stream of revenue for me. So kind of figuring out, I think that this year is going to be a lot of kind of honing in on where, um, where my streams of income are going to come from. Mm -hmm. I have been working on mentorship programs that I'm super excited about and will hopefully be happening. I'm not going to say it (laughs) because I just hope that they're going to be happening soon. Um, so yeah, I'm dipping my toes into lots of different spaces and it's been fun. I think we'll just kind of see what sticks and I don't know. It's, it's like exciting. I'm holding my camera sometimes. I'm in front of it. I'm doing things on my iPhone. I'm doing things on TikTok. I'm, I've never been making money through so many different ways like before. Revenues, yeah, yeah. I've never had so many different revenue streams, um, before, so it's it's been fun to kind of figure that out. 
I love that. Keyword, figure that out. I'm yeah. just, like, very much figuring it out right now. Oh, my gosh. I literally was, I went to coffee, like, two days ago with my friend, and we were talking about how, like, we don't feel like adults. And then we were, like, <laughs> I and I was, like, I feel like a kid. Like, who uh-huh. let me do this? And then we were, like, I actually just don't think anyone does. Like, I think everyone's figuring it out. And I think, like, yeah. even as I've gotten older and, like, have those conversations with my parents, I'm, like, oh, they're also feeling that yeah, way. Like, like, human... I, it's so Everyone's just a human being, like yeah. trying their best. But I Me think. With my mismatched socks right now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, it's like, even just, it's like me with my garbage. I literally won't take my garbage out. Like, I hate doing no, it. Because you can't. Yeah, like, yeah. and I'm like, am I two years old? Like, there's Maybe. a garbage chute down the hall. Like, there's no reason for this to be an issue for me. But anyway, yeah, I'm like, I think everyone's just figuring things out at all times. Um, okay, I have one of my last questions but I'm sure like more questions might pop up so maybe I shouldn't even say last questions but I love that you look back on the previous year what is your prediction for 2023 Blake when he looks back at right now Blake what do you think like what's your hope for where he is and what he's doing oh my gosh that's crazy okay I've never done it this way before I know because I'm like I want you to like listen back to this in February of 2023 and like see how that turned out wow um, okay, I think, I th- actually, I know. I know he's going to be really, really proud because everything that I'm doing right now, I've been really scared to do from the beginning of my journey as an entrepreneur, which I know, like, you know, it's only been a couple of years. But it's, but like, things that still. I, yeah, it's, like, scary things that are a little, no, they're a lot brave. And it's, none of it is for sure, and it's all very up in the air, and that I'm, like, very much creating opportunities for myself and hopefully next year I'll just kind of be like stoked about where I've landed Mm -hmm. um I think that I'll be a little bit more settled in like all of my all of my brands and Mm -hmm. everything that's happening uh as far as like what the, the the actual work that I'm doing and the people that I'm working with and working for um but then also I just Dude, it's been beautiful since I've moved here. I thought I was going to be caring even more about work because mm-hmm. it's such a big deal here. Yeah, career. it's a hustle city. It's a hustle yeah. city. And I thought that it was going to make me an even more toxic uh, worker and business owner. But it's been really beautiful because this is kind of the first time in my life that I've given myself grace and released kind of what has to be like what we were talking about. And so I hope next year I've learned, like, how to balance all of that well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm excited. It's also just, I'm, like, dating for the first time. I'm, like, making friends in a new city completely detached from my life before. I, and, like, I'm, I'm doing it also. I'm excited for 2023 Blake to be, like, be able to look back a little bit. And look at the life that he has created for himself in New York, you know? Chills. Uh, it's yeah, so it, cute. Because it'll have been a second. Yeah, it'll have and, been um, over a year for you. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that. <gasps> that was so cute. Oh my god. <laughs> thanks for the thanks for that very insightful, like kind about New York. I know, just all the sirens. Just typical ambiance. Um, yeah, thanks for the thanks for the sweet question. That made my brain like kind of explode a little bit thinking about it's easy to think about like ourselves Mm -hmm. in the future like that Mm -hmm. and like looking back on our current existence yeah well I think it's even like I was thinking the other day like even my life a year ago I thought I was finally like getting the groundwork laid out and like had an idea of what my life would look like for a bit and it isn't like Mm -hmm. even just looking back a year ago I'm like oh my god my life was so different a year ago than it is right now And, and in a really beautiful like just human experience way and it's really cool to be like um I mean I talk about it a lot but even like the life I have now I quite literally could have never even like predicted or like guessed and so it's so exciting that like the possibilities are endless because I'm like where are we going to be in five years like we literally might not even be able to fathom it right now I try to to really focus on gratitude with that because for us like our business is such an overspill of our Mm -hmm. existence as a human and it gets to ebb and flow with us Mm -hmm. and I used to like really fight against that because it's obviously so confusing like right now I'm I'm honestly really confused about where I'm at and all of the different things that are popping up into my business and my life and I'm like 
whoa, 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 this is crazy because it's all changing with us. Mm-hmm. That's always what it is. Yeah. And so I try to, I try to instead like speak gratitude into that, that it gets to change with me and it doesn't have to stay the same and be like this uncomfortable thing at, ten, at like, um, at odds with my existence as like a human and we get to like mesh them together yeah. and build, build like, build the life that that we want yeah oh i, I just got beautiful I just, I just got like goosebumps no i literally oh this is like my favorite thing to I talk about I really like don't, yeah i need to think about that more yeah and i think it's i love that too because i think it can be really hard also to to let our businesses shift with us like mm-hmm. i know it's even scary. it's scary and it's also just like I feel like we we make our careers our identity so hard sometimes that like when we do change and we know it's time for a change, it's hard to be like, wait, but I've built this whole thing up and I now what? I'm just going to like let it go. Like when I quit weddings, like I remember just being like, I worked so hard to like build this wedding career and like it really was weird to like, like it, I, I just was doubted. It and, was it hard and fast like? It was, I mean, I was, like, kind of slowly, I will say, like, the the pandemic came at a time where I was already kind of, like, thinking about dipping out of it and, like, mm-hmm. was taking on less. And so, like, it came at a good time where it made, like, the transition a little bit more seamless. Yeah, sense, yeah. um, and, but I feel like it also was, like, my job quite literally was my entire identity until, like, my divorce and the pandemic and all of mm-hmm. that stuff. And so letting it go was really hard to be like oh my gosh I, I worked so hard to build this but also it's also provided so much to me and provided yeah. so much safety and joy and expression for me during a really hard period of my life that's exactly how I felt oh my yeah, gosh yeah because you have such an emotional attachment yeah, to it and I, similarly like kind of to you like I started weddings basically and picked up my camera again like a year after my brother died and so for me it was like this thing that helped me basically gain my life back again literally Mm -hmm. and it was my first time ever like being able to be financially independent and I was like really proud of this thing that I had built Mm -hmm. so yeah like to your point like it's it's really hard (laughs) yeah but I I like what you said of just like the gratitude like and I feel like that's something I almost tried to like energetically send to that part of my business to just Mm. be like thank you so much for like what you provided for yes, me and like space that I needed so badly mm-hmm. and like thank you for like paving the way for me it's me just chills this is my favorite thing to talk about like yeah. it's just really beautiful I think to like it's almost like sending past versions of yourself love but like do it with your business too when things like ebb and ch- change and flow and like mm-hmm. even right now like my business is moving in more of a direction of like really focusing on strategy and systems whereas for like the last year I've really been talking about like you're such a badass thank you like I've really just like fallen in love with it whereas like the past year and a half I've really been focusing on like intuition and personal work and so my brand was really representative of that and that will obviously still stay because that's such a big part of like who I am as a human but even this big shift I was like oh my gosh am I ready to like start talking about systems more and strategy when I haven't been for so long and Mm -hmm. then but just instead being like, you know what, that was where I was at. Like the last two years were my personal growth years. And Absolutely. now I'm kind of diving into more like business and strategy things. And that's just where I'm at as a human. And I think I think it's really beautiful to just send past everything as much gratitude as we can. And yeah. like send it just like little love energies almost. Love energies. That's so cute. I'm like, that's how I think of it. Like, I but it. I love that. Okay. Um. Oh my gosh. I feel like I could just talk to you about this like for 17 years. I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours. So tell the people if <laughs> they want us to chat again. Need, I'm like, maybe we just do a monthly, a I monthly know, every, every dive month, in. Eden and Blake get on the podcast. <gasps> oh my gosh. Literally for our dating podcast. I'm like. <gasps> Which I'm so excited <laughs> about. I can't wait to listen. Oh my gosh. Literally chaotic. I'm like, anyone listening, if you are incapable of separating me from that human being please don't listen to it um i also like when i post about i'm gonna be very upfront I'm like it's crass like it's not for everyone yeah, to, um, to yeah um but one of the things we're doing is weekly predictions of what we think is going to happen in our lives in the next week oh. and um Wait, I'm into that. yeah i kind of love it it's like very fun and chaotic in that sense but i'm like i think it'd almost be fun to like do that kind of like you do for the month of like what do i think is gonna happen this month and Wait, like yeah, what could fun. happen and then Ooh. like at the end of the month recap that and be like this is what happened and this I is what did it, it not to go back into no please the depths of it again but i think part of it is like opening yourself to those experiences mm-hmm. like similarly to your like in the realm of dating and relationships mm-hmm. and all of that stuff like you're kind of opening yourself to possibilities and mm-hmm. like i think that's i think that's why i do the questions too like internally it's like a it's like a little mindset shift where you're like okay this is where i'm coming from and now like stepping forward i'm like opening myself to whatever 
like the world has for me and what mm-hmm. opportunities are going to arise. Yeah, and I think like I love setting intentions because I think we can claim it and bring it in manifestation wise, but I think it's also so beautiful to just be open to the space of one of the things I've been really trying to do is just like set intentions on how I want to feel and just Mm. like kind of letting the universe give that to me in whatever way it sees fit. Like being like, I really want to grow in this way or like, I really want to experience more of this emotion and kind of being like, please bring that to me in like whatever way. It's going to be best yeah. for like to serve me because I think we can get really hung up sometimes like we talked about with plans on like this is what I want and like uh-huh. but maybe that's like not what's going to best serve you yeah. like I just think of like even me a couple years ago like dating wise like the idea of casually dating you know multiple people and like like the idea of being uh-huh. really happy being alone yeah. would have been like inconceivable for oh. me and that's been like a really like being single is one of my favorite things about my life right yeah, now. Like, happy being single. I know. Yeah. And I'm like, and I, I don't want to change it. Like, yeah. I'm like, I, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm like to the point yeah. where I'm almost getting concerned where I'm like, will I ever want to not be single? I <laughs> don't I know. Yeah. I'm like, will she settle down? Who knows? But, um, no, I think, oh my gosh, I just love everything we've talked about. So, um, what are you most excited about for February? What do you have something that you're like really looking forward to? Like honestly, the shoot this weekend, I've been Good. looking forward to it for so long. Um, and it's a lot of planning has gone into it, and I'm like, I'm super stoked for it to happen. Um, and then I'm also Fashion Week is happening. That'll be fun. Mm. Um, I have a couple of things that I might be partaking in for Fashion Week, which is fun. <gasps> oh my um, gosh, I'm so excited to learn what those yeah, are. So we'll see. And then, um, oh, I'm going to the beach. Uh, at the end of this month, so oh, love that for you. Yeah, um, obsessed with that. Oh, I literally looked in the mirror the other day because I didn't realize how tan I got living in Los Angeles. Oh my gosh, you can't look back at old photos. No, I, I, I did, and then I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, no, (laughs) it's been a couple years since I've been this pale, and I'm like, I'm not loving it. (laughs) Like, um, okay, so we end every interview podcast episode by asking what the best piece of advice is that you've ever received. And granted, it might not be, you know, if you thought about it for a long time, the best piece, but I think everyone kind of has something that like quickly comes to their mind, which I really love. So can you think of anything that comes to mind? Oh, yeah. So I I talk about this all the time with uh, my family and with my best friend, but just existing... I don't know I like everything doesn't have to be the most like serious intense thing in the world all the time Mm -hmm. and um for me like I am so emotionally driven and like living in everything all the time but like everything doesn't have to be so serious and it can just kind of be taken as what it is Mm. and like exist as that and then like I can hold it close to me if I need to and it will serve me but then if it doesn't like I can release that so that's I think been huge in the way that I kind of approach everything like I I talk to my mom about it all the time um just because New York is so up and down all the time and Mm -hmm. sometimes I hate it and sometimes I love it and it doesn't have to mean that I made the wrong decision because I like spend an entire day like really really sad Mm -hmm. and lonely it can mean that I'm really sad and lonely that day and like that's what it can mean yeah and that like that's it Mm -hmm. I love that that was a very long-winded answer but it's Oh, not at all. Like, it's been necessary to my survival here. Yeah. Because the day that I I cried on the street, I was like, oh my gosh, what have I done? I literally just, like, broke down crying on the the sidewalk and had to, like... A key New York moment. A key New York (laughs) moment. And I just had to, like, do a little pullover and I, like, crouched down in this little entryway and just, like, sat there and was, like, crying, crying, crying. And I could have literally taken that and run with it and it could have meant everything and it could have meant that I did the worst thing ever moving here. It could have meant that like I have no friends. It could have meant like in my brain. Yeah, you can make it mean whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. So I love that. No, I think that's really beautiful advice. And also, I'm like, I feel like that leads me into the one other thing I wanted to do with this episode, which is read your chart. Oh my gosh, <laughs> let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Because Blake did not know his chart, and he is a Libra sun, which if you know astrology, like, it made so, sense when you told me it. Like, I knew I was a Libra, and I just hadn't ever looked up my exact, like, I didn't know my time of birth, and I texted my mom this morning and asked her. And so now I know my full 
my full chart. So Which let's, let's take a look. I'm very let's go ahead and dive in. Um because I will say, and I know I already said this to you at the coffee shop, but for people listening, uh-huh. when I met you, I was like water vibes. Like he gives off so, water. Water vibes are water, they tend to just be like a bit more emotional and intentional. Mm. And I know empaths are getting like a big rap right now, but like very those vibes. Like okay. just very like emotional and intentional and not in a negative way, but just like where you can tell that they like deeply feel their emotions like and it's very apparent when you they first meet that you first meet them and so when you yeah when you told me you're a libra i was like okay that makes sense so like i'll just read off this like your son is in libra meaning you are fundamentally oriented towards fairness and justice you're always generous relatives relativism i hate reading out loud i'm like so bad at it allows you to see both sides of every situation though this may sometimes come off as indecisive or insecure you don't get tied down to a single view of things you frequently question yourself and rethink your views Oh my God. <laughs> me, every, me, everything I said today. <laughs> You're more impressionable than you appear. You do what you say and you can get a lot done. Typically well-dressed. It's in your fifth house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. So when you told me you were a Libra, I was like, yes. But then looking up your chart today, the Cancer Ascendant is everything because... Um, I know I was telling you earlier, but ascendance for everyone listening, if you don't know, it's kind of like your first impression tool. So like, for example, like I'm a Sagittarius, like how you come across. So like I'm a Sagittarius, which are known for being like really fun. They like, they don't like getting tied down. They like are very extroverted. So like fun, 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 fun. fun. That's literally it. Which Uh like the more you get to know me, that's like very much the vibe. However, like people who meet me and I think because I'm also so career driven, it almost like can sometimes not make sense, Mm. which I'm a cap. Capricorn rising and all Capricorns care about is work like and so it like very much makes sense because I like to work hard and play hard so your ascendant is yeah like the mask you present to people it can be seen as your personal style and how you come off to people when you first meet so yours is cancer um and it changes every two hours so that's what's like cool is like it's very specific to you like if you got your birth time wrong it would be wrong so your ascendant is in cancer meaning you come across as gentle intuitive and warm though some may regard this as overly emotional or sensitive to criticism Mm. um and like gentle intuitive and warm is very much like how you come off and often like even just the emotional way that you see the world knowing that you're a cancer ascendant i was like that makes perfect this sense. This is so interesting. I am ecstatic because you have a Gemini moon, though. Which... Okay, wait. So you're a... Is that one of your... Is, are you ascendant? No, so Geminis are like notorious for being like the worst sign. So oh, I no! love No, you're okay though, because every sign can be bad. Like every sign can be that's the thing with astrology, is uh-huh. like, but it I will say as far as stereotypes go, oh, Gemini okay. gets Everyone's the worst like, rap. Oh, yes. Okay. Like I always joke that I've actually never met a Gemini Gemini. I've never met one I like genuinely got along with for a long period of time. Whoa. Like never. I'm still waiting to meet a Gemini that I can like have a long term relationship <laughs> with. with. Yeah. And like not in a way where like someone would tell me that they're a Gemini and I'm like, no. no. But it's yeah. like notoriously every single one I've known has ended up being a conflict in my life like it's wow. really interesting so um the moon is what rules your emotions moods and feelings um so this is like likely oh what you think of yourself as since it reflects in your personality when you're alone or oh, deeply comfortable so it's like very much your emotions your moon is in gemini meaning your emotional self is often restless and unsettled oh you're gosh. extremely adaptable which means you make which sometimes makes you feel pulled in too many directions. You are easily <laughs> bored and need to feel like you are free to be creative and create meaning, which can make you feel like you're in a constant identity crisis. Oh my gosh. Me today talking about my approximately 35 different career paths I'm pursuing. <laughs> so I'm like, I love, I mean, everything else, right, is like there's a bunch of different things that you can go through, but like your right. big three is like really like, how you can get to know someone so like i'm a cancer moon which is your ascendant um which i actually really like yeah because i think i can be like very fun and chaotic and then Uh very work driven which could be really like i almost describe it as like soulless if i didn't have something to bring me down and like my cancer moon really shows up in the fact that like especially with dating like i don't get attached to people very easily but once i do i am just like so attached and like deeply emotionally invested and like same with my loved ones and friends like i'm introverted in the sense that like i like having five friends but those friends i care about like so so deeply like so deeply um so i'm really glad i'm like maybe i'll make this a thing on the podcast now that we just like read through people's big three because i love it's also funny to do at the end because i it's like (laughs) looking back that we just said is like exactly what i just 
presented. Yes. No, 100%. You'll have to, like, read through the rest of your chart because, like, it is really fascinating to learn about. And, like, I actually didn't believe in astrology when I just knew I was a Sagittarius. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't until I read more into the rest of my chart that I was like, oh, no, actually, all of this makes sense. about all of the different, like, parts of the balance. Like, who you are, yeah. And, like, even Sagittarius is, like, they're known for being really extroverted, which um, I'm not. I'm an introvert. I'm, like, very talkative and, like, I love really getting to know, like, people, like, really intentionally but like being an extrovert not my thing so I like was like oh no that doesn't like check out until I read everything else and then I was like oh my god like um my friend phrased it the other day she's like do I even have a personality or am I just like a collection of stars like did they just say who I am and now I'm not like and that's how I felt after reading my whole chart so yeah I recently had like identity crisis too because I have always thought I was a three and I've told everyone like and that's just basically the individualist the super work driven one Mm -hmm. and the four is like emotional and apparently I didn't realize but they have like difficulty typing themselves because they have difficulty like distinguishing their emotions and like mm. picking things out and so it's just so funny it kind of goes along with like all of this all of this yep I so love like recent self-discovery no I love doing like all these different things and like mixing the personality tests with woo-woo things because it's been cool to see that like they all have aligned really yeah. really easily and well um okay well Blake this was so beautiful I will be having you on again yeah. just even to catch yes. up um can you tell everyone where they can find you on the internet uh yes you can find me in a few different places um as i have talked about i do have a few different things going on which we love and they are all worth following oh my gosh you're so kind so on instagram that is where i am the most active you can find me at blake w nelson or the blake w nelson for my wedding brand um i'm also on tiktok blake w nelson and uh yeah that's honestly those are the places that you can kind of go and find and all find of everything the else. other things yes yeah and we'll link all that for you guys in the show notes so thank you blake for coming on thank you so much for having me and... i'm so happy that oh we are new york besties and we get same. to exist here together oh my gosh, same you're a joy you're a light i just I love, love you. you oh it's both of us at the same time <laughs> are we gonna cry, cry. It's totally fine. okay i'm gonna okay. thank bye you guys, guys for listening bye <laughs>